because of your experience coaching in Louisiana, what's your perspective of the Blues? Uh, very talented team, and we were actually we actually started a game against them a couple of years ago. We were op- we were set to open the season with them, and we played one series on offense, and then we had a lightning delay, which ended up um, canceling the game. But I watched an entire season's worth of film on them, and know that they have. A lot of great athletes. They have a great tradition on defense. They led the, the nation and led their conference in a number of defensive categories last year, one of them being rush defense. They do a great job stopping the run um, and, you know, often have a lot of really good athletes. They play aggressive, fast style of defense. And, again, I think it will be a challenge for us. They get a lot of D1 transfers that end up in the division. They do, yeah. They do. Jeff, at tight end, we've kind of seen different guys than maybe we thought we would see out of you guys. Uh, what's the reason? Is that practice performance? or means we have a lot of good tight ends. <laughs> we do. We have a lot, of, a lot of talent at that position. And, um, you know, in terms of who, ca- who gets catches, sometimes that just depends on the play. You know, a, a, a certain guy might be in on a particular play, but due to coverage, the quarterback's progression might not take him to that tight end's route so it's not that we're necessarily trying to throw it to any tight end over another tight end but um, as with any position the number of reps that a guy gets in in a game is due to what he proves to us in practice. Tanner's performance statistically wasn't incredibly impressive but that wasn't necessarily what he needed to do in that game talk about just kind of how he graded out and yeah, he graded out well. You know, he, he did a number of things that a lot of people would never notice. You know, in that particular game plan, we had a lot of shifts and motions, more so than we've had at any at any point this season thus far in the game. And he managed all of those really well. One time we broke the huddle a little bit late, and so he, he canceled the shift, which is one of the mechanics that we have. If we're low on the clock, he'll cancel the shift and just go ahead and run the play. And he did that, and so... From an operations standpoint, I think he I think he did a great job managing the offense, and um, you know he made he made a number of throws that that we needed him to make at the right time, and there were a couple of more that 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 could have been made, and there were a couple more catches that could have been made as well. So Pong is not a guy a lot of people expected to see against Wisconsin. Can you speak about his progress and what he's done since making that switch? Yeah, so he's a guy that that Coach Pugh and I have had our eyes on for a while and uh, always thought that he could be a really good offensive lineman. And so when we had the opportunity to to move him over this fall, um, we were excited about that and immediately knew that he had great potential and knew that he would play. We just didn't know when it would be. But due to the work that he's done in practice, again, which is our proving ground, um, he earned the right to start this game and played played great for for a guy in that position at his age first time playing offense on that stage um really really proud of what he did and and it'll probably be the worst game he ever plays because he'll only get better from here does that does that extend to the offensive line's performance as a whole like how they performed you feel like Sully Pog was a microcosm of how they performed in that game um Yes and no. I mean, they, they each guy played a little bit differently, some better than others. But overall, as a group, really, really pleased with their performance. Um, 
you just you don't have uh, that kind of day running the football without without the offensive line doing their job and it wasn't just them we had receivers who did a great job blocking we had uh, tight ends who did a good job blocking we had guys who were carrying out their fakes we had uh, we had giving it to Squally and a receiver carrying out a jet fake giving it to a jet and a running back carrying out his fake so it, it was a team effort but as I've said numerous times they're the tip of the spear and it all starts with them Jeff, do you feel like the team, the offense particular, learned the lesson between week one and week two about what needs to happen during the week to be prepared to play at an elite level and they're implementing it this week? Because you're coming off a big win again. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, so the the second week after, after the Arizona game, um, we didn't have a terrible week of practice. It wasn't a great week of practice, and I felt like the week leading to Arizona, it was a great week of practice, and so it was something less than our best. Um, it wasn't like guys were being lazy or dogging it, but it wasn't as focused as it could have been, and it showed in how we played. And then um, last week, right the opposite. Guys came out, played hard in practice, and, and showed that they were ready to play a game. And so what I've seen thus far this week um, I think that, that they have recognized the fact that you have to earn the right to play well on Saturday with what you do Tuesday through Friday. Do you like being the one now that has the target on the back? I mean, last week it was Wisconsin. Nobody had, you know, you guys gave you much of a chance. But do you like being the team with the target now? I, I don't know that it really matters. we got to show up and play, and, and whether we have a target or, or not, um, I don't think it has any bearing on our performance. It's about us. The Bucky play? Mm-hmm. Did that come from your brain or no? Else? No. So most of those we call those specials. Um, most of those special type plays, trick plays, gadget plays are, are copies from someone else. And that was one that actually A Rod brought up to me. I think it was Monday of last week, and um, and it was one that he had seen Boise State run before, and he had some experience with. And he said, "Hey, I really think this will work." They're an aggress- aggressive quarters cover four secondary and felt like their safeties would play low and um, we actually looked at, at Boise State running it on film and, and I liked it and I'm up for all that so each week we, di- we, we discuss those things what specials we want to run what screens we want to run and so anyway that was that was his play and um, and we installed it and practiced it all week and had it ready to go and and I knew when we got in that part of the field that was going to be the call and and uh, the players executed it. So we've seen Boise State, Stanford, LSU. Are there any other teams maybe kind of that you've patterned after that we can expect to see? Um, I cover them all? Well, no, there are a lot of teams out there. We'll copy anything from anyone that we can. <laughs> um, there, I think it was Harry Truman that said, I not only use all the brains I have, but all the brains I can borrow. There are a lot of good ideas out there, and most of them are not original. And so we coaches are known for, for being copycats. But um, you'll see somebody somebody will run that play this, this coming Saturday in college football, I bet. <laughs> is it a situational thing to just know when those plays? Like you said, you that portion of the field is when you thought you just have the on your play sheet when you set up. Yeah, yeah, there are certain – so we script – um, field zones just like we do down in distances and so there are certain plays that we have in mind in certain spots on the field last one for coach when you look at this week some people call weeks like weeks like this trap games because they come off of you know a really big game easy to get up for at wisconsin what's kind of the key to avoiding the trap i guess in this week well i actually talked to our players about that on monday and actually used that phrase i think it's better to address it than pretend like it's not there 
And um, I said, number one, it starts with who you are, who we are as individuals. And if you're the right kind of person who plays this game the right way, then you show up to work every single day regardless of who the opponent is. Um, Secondly, it's about the opponent that we're playing, and you should have respect for them because they do have a lot of good players. I went through the list of teams, um, FBS teams that they've played and either beaten or played very closely over the last 10 years, and um, showed them their statistics. And then when you watch on film, it validates, I think, what I'm saying. And so first, it's about us being the right kind of competitors. Secondly, it's about having respect for your opponent, and we certainly do.